welcome to our very first episode of 2020. I'm your host, Amanda, and this episode is a four-week mega episode. Before you freak out, do not worry. I am not going to make you sit through every single day of the past four weeks. I did my notes like I always do, and then I went back and I did a recap of the whole week. So you don't have to worry. We're not going to go day to day like we normally do. That's a lot. <sighs> but I have to go over the past four weeks for anyone who may have missed it. But also, if I don't go over it, then I can't bitch and complain about what I don't like. And you know, that's my favorite thing to do. Okay, moving on. Let's discuss the title. I went over several different titles, okay, back and forth. It, it has been four weeks. That's a lot of options. But I decided that the main theme that ran through all four weeks was Thomas. So I decided to title this week The Redemption Tour. Because the past four weeks, Thomas has been trying to convince everyone that he's redeemed, he's a changed man, and I'm going on record and saying right now, I do not buy it. In the words of NeNe Leakes, the door is closed on that idea. I hope all of you had a great holiday season, a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Mine was really nice. Everything went well. Nothing majorly bad happened. But I did have one little hiccup. So I watched this little show on Bravo called Vanderpump Rules. And one of my absolute favorite podcasts is Straight Up with Stassi. Hosted by Stassi Schroeder. And for Christmas... My husband bought me two tickets for the Straight Up with Stassi live show in New Orleans. Now, this is so sweet because I was very surprised. So we wake up the morning of the show and I am sick. And I mean sick. I had a headache. I had a fever. I had body aches. I couldn't keep anything down. I was sick. And I was trying so hard to like power through it. I was in tears. I felt horrible because A, I really wanted to go. And B, my husband had spent who knows how much getting these tickets and they were really good seats, and I just was crushed. So, if you've never been to New Orleans, there's a lot of walking involved. So, you park your car, and then you walk. So, I just knew that I couldn't make it. So, I was pretty depressed. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty depressed. But my husband came to the rescue. He did some research, and he bought two more tickets to another one of my favorite podcasts. This is definitely in my top three podcasts. 
I listen to it all the time. It's called Watch What Crappens, and it's hilarious. If you watch any shows on Bravo, you need to listen to this podcast. So he buys two tickets to the live show for Watch What Crappens with Ben and Ronnie, and I was super, super excited. So next month, I'm going to get to go to New Orleans to a live show, and I'm super excited and very thankful that my husband is so thoughtful. But other than that little hiccup, our holidays went quite well. Let's get into our question of the week. So I put out a holiday question. Do you think Wyatt and Sally will ever actually make it down the aisle? And the majority of you all hope they do, but don't think it'll happen. So everyone wants it to happen, but no one really thinks it will. Here's what some of you guys had to say. Ken C says, I would love for them to get married because they deserve to be happy. But Miss Flo is in the way. And she needs to let them be happy. But Wyatt is just like his brother. He is a flip-flopper. I wish that wasn't true. But it is looking like that, Ken. It is looking like that's what's going to happen. Bliss and Bubbles says, I really hope so. Best pairing ever. Speaks All Day says, Odds equal to a snowball's chance in hell. Which cracked me up, by the way. Susan Faucher says Belle writes them like that and she hates it. I'm not going to argue with that because I really hate the Liam flip-flopping all the time storyline. I hate it. Kim Ball Marine says writers don't care that fans love Sally and despise Flo. They will just keep losing fans. I hope that's not the case. So basically... It sounds like everyone's aggravated because we all want Wyatt and Sally together, but I just don't know that that's going to happen. Now, I want to share with y'all a very interesting email that I received from Marvin in France. Hello, Amanda. I just got an idea about Thomas's storyline and his sudden obsession for hope. What if Thomas isn't this evil psychopath that we were led to believe all these months? What if the real villain in all of this was Taylor? Because if you remember in late 2018, she lashed out at a once pregnant hope in the office about stealing Liam away from Steffi. She even tried to crash Hope's wedding with Liam when she had the wedding cake fight with Brooke. When Thomas returned for Caroline's funeral at the Forrester Mansion, she suggested to Ridge that Thomas and Hope should be together, which would make sense. Since she believes in her mind that the Liam and Hope reunion is a repeat of her rivalry with Brooke, what better way to win against her arch nemesis 
than to send her own son on a mission to destroy the marriage of her rival's daughter. That would be a very interesting twist. What do you think? To be honest, Marvin, I think it's genius. I think if the writers did this, it would be so amazing. And it would make a lot of sense. Especially after Taylor's behavior and the way that she was acting the last time she was on the show. It would make so much sense. Because Thomas definitely got his crazy from his mother. Thank you so much, Marvin, for your email. Keep them coming. I think this is a brilliant storyline, and I wish that they would use it. Really quick, I just have one more thing that I want to throw at you guys. I would love to hear how you got addicted to The Bold and the Beautiful. I would love to hear how you got into watching it and into soaps in general. So write me a little story, a little message, send it to me, email it, or you can send it to me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. I really am curious to know, and I think it would be fun to read on the podcast. Also, if you have any ideas for storylines or any comments, feedback, Please send them to me. I love to hear from you guys. Now let's get into the news. I only have a couple things. Most of the news was spoilers. And you know I don't really like to do spoilers. So the first bit of news I have is Sean Kanan. He used to play Deacon Sharp, which is Hope's father. He has a new digital series out on Amazon Prime called Studio City. It sounds really interesting. I'm definitely going to check it out and see if it's good. Who knows? Maybe I'll consider recapping it. We'll see. And it is also packed with soap stars. I will definitely check it out. Again, it's called Studio City. Next bit of news, Katrina Bowden, who plays Flo, is back and she is filming scenes. So we should see the Sally and Wyatt storyline very soon, which I'm super excited about. That's all the news I have for this week. So enough with the chit chat. Let's get to the recap. Okay, let's get into week one, which is covering December the 10th through the 13th. Ridge wants to save his marriage to Brooke. But he has stipulations. Brooke has to forgive Thomas. She again tries to explain that he's dangerous and he hates her. And she tries to get through to him again. She doesn't think she can forgive him. They argue. Ridge, of course, won't listen. And they ultimately end up signing the divorce papers. And poor Brooke is crying on the papers. It's sad. So I didn't like this. I thought, this is so stupid. This does not have to happen. Eric shows up to comfort Brooke, which was really sweet. And um, I just think they've forgotten that marriage is compromise. Everything is not so black and white all the time. And it does make me sick that they're letting Thomas win. Steffi is suspicious of Thomas's motives for wanting to work with Hope. 
she tells him as much and she accuses him of using Douglas to manipulate Hope again and that he's just going to fall right back into his old ways. He needs to accept that Hope will never be with him. I could not agree more. Finally, I've been wondering what the hell Steffi has been thinking. She's so smart, there's no way that she's falling for Thomas's good guy act. At least I hope not. Hope tells Liam she wants to go back to work, but Thomas is going to be the designer. And as you can imagine, he's not okay with this at all. He tells her it's just another manipulation to get close to her, and he's probably right. But Hope thinks that she can handle Thomas. And it scares me that she thinks that because we all know from past experience that she can't. Liam is very upset about this. He is. And he just doesn't think that she can handle Thomas. And I agree. Shauna tells Quinn she's upset that Ridge wants to go back to Brooke because she's not going to get the perfect cushy life like Quinn has. I don't like this at all. I think maybe she's in love with the idea of Ridge and the lifestyle and the fame and all of those things more than she's actually in love with him. That's what I'm beginning to think. We also learn that Ridge cannot back Hope and Steffi's lines. So Thomas wants to have a fashion showdown. And there's a little bit of deja vu here. Joe said, what the hell? They already did that. And I'm like, yeah, they did already do it. You're right. But Thomas also really wants to work with Hope badly. Then Ridge informs him that they, decide, that they decided to sign the divorce papers. And of course, Thomas pretends to be sad, but he's really jumping for joy. And Thomas is now on this mission to convince everyone that he's changed and especially to convince Hope to work with him. To my surprise, Hope actually tells him no, that she will not work with him. She'll find a new designer. And I was shocked, really. Steffi tells Ridge that she's very sorry about the divorce papers and that she hates what Thomas's obsession has done to everyone, especially him and Brooke. And y'all aren't, I could not get over this, okay? Ridge actually gets upset that Steph, that Steffi said that. You know what? I think Ridge needs mental help. So Steffi's like, that's it. He needs to hear it. So she says, look, Thomas is only doing this to get close to hope. Like, you need to see that. And I agree. Like, wake up Ridge wake the hell up next we find out that Wyatt is still really upset about Sally's slip of the tongue and at first Liam takes up for her and he basically is like we weren't even a thing like we didn't even date but Wyatt turns it around and says well what what would happen if you called Hope Steffi and Liam shut up real quick because that's a good point. I'm not really sure what to think about this Sally incident. They have me very confused why they went there and what is the purpose. I, I'm, I'm not sure what to think. 
Liam tells Wyatt that he's convinced Thomas is up to no good again and that he has a new plan to get close to Hope. And that they definitely agree on. Devi and Hope both agree to this fashion showdown. But again, Hope refuses to work with Thomas. Liam goes to Forrester to warn Thomas that he needs to stay the hell away from Hope. And that she won't work with him. And of course, Thomas already knows this because he talked to Hope earlier. And then Thomas goes into his good guy routine and tries to convince Liam that he's changed. But of course, Liam is not buying it. Okay, he is not buying into this whole redemption tour. Liam works up the courage and asks Steffi to help him uncover the truth about Thomas and what his real intentions are. She's very reluctant to go behind her brother's back. But Liam reminds her that he did it to her first. And that is true. Then Thomas continues his reign of terror and he pressures Shauna to go after Ridge. And to make sure she keeps him from going back to Brooke. He also admits to her that he plans on getting Hope back eventually. And I'm like, red flag. Now you see, this is what bothers me. The right thing to do is to immediately go to Ridge and tell him, Hey, you need to open your eyes because Thomas is still obsessed with Hope. And he thinks he's getting her back. He's convinced of it. That's the right thing to do. But you see, she's not going to do that because she's selfish. And that would prove Brooke right. And then Ridge would see the truth and go right back to Brooke because she was right this whole time. Which in turn would make Shauna lose Ridge. And she's not going to do that. Brooke lets Hope know that she is devastated because she does not want the divorce. And she also tells her, and she is adamant, that she does not want Hope to work with Thomas. So, basically, that's how the week ends. And Ridge is an idiot. I don't believe Thomas's redemption tour, okay? And I think Wyatt may be a little... He may be overreacting a little. I think he's being a little hard on Sally. It may have just simply been an accident. A slip of the tongue. Let's get into week two. December 16th through the 20th. Liam asked Steffi to help him find out the truth about Thomas. And she very reluctantly agrees. So they decide to go looking for Vinny at his apartment so they can talk to him and see if they can get anything out of him. To their surprise, they find Zoe at the apartment. Instead, Liam then has this bright idea, this new plan, to use Zoe to spy on Thomas. Of course, Steffi isn't very sure this is a good idea. She doesn't even know if she wants to be involved. But Zoe desperately wants her job back and she goes on and on and on about how sorry she is. And how she will do whatever they want her to do, including spying on Thomas. And she also tells them that she actually really likes Thomas. So she would like to know for herself the truth. So all week, Liam tries to convince Steffi that she should hire Zoe back to be their spy. Brooke continues to tell Hope she does not want 
her to work with Thomas because she thinks he's a psychopath and she knows you can't trust him. And so far, Hope agrees. Brooke also tells her that she's really hoping Ridge doesn't file those divorce papers because she really doesn't want the divorce. Thomas continues his redemption tour. He is going around talking to everyone, trying to convince him that he's changed. It's his new thing now. He's a new man. But we see the truth when Vinny stops by to visit him at work. Thomas tells Vinny he has a new plan. He's going to back off and be the good guy. And he's going to play hard to get and try to make Hope jealous. He definitely wants Hope back. And Vinny, being a good friend, tries to convince him that it's not a good idea. He needs to try to move on. Like, for real. But of course, he doesn't listen. Poor Hope. She's very desperate to find a designer. So desperate that she even asked Quinn, which I thought was really odd. And of course, Quinn turned her down because she's not a designer. She's not a clothing designer. And she suggests Thomas. Basically, all week, everyone is telling Hope, you should just go with Thomas. Then Hope realizes that Sally is actually Steffi's designer. So she's definitely running out of options. Thomas puts his plan into motion. So Hope decides maybe she should give Thomas a chance. And she walks in on a romantic candlelit dinner and she assumes it's for her and she lays into Thomas. She's livid. But soon she realizes that it's actually not for her, it's for Zoe. She's very relieved to learn this information. Steffi and Zoe have a conversation and she lets Zoe know that she only hired her because of Liam and the plan. Then Zoe tells her about her kiss with Thomas. Steffi is a little suspicious. She finds it awfully convenient that the kiss just so happened to be in front of Hope. Maybe that kiss was meant for Hope more than Zoe. And I was very happy that she realized this because she's right. So ultimately, Hope tells Liam that she's furious with Steffi for hiring Zoe back. And she is pretty much backed into a corner when it comes to the fashion showdown. She either works with Thomas or she loses her line. And both of them, she doesn't want to do. Like she doesn't want to do either one. Against his better judgment, Liam gives in and he tells her to go ahead and work with Thomas. So, of course, when she calls Thomas to give him the news, he's over the moon. And Liam has a really bad feeling about all of this. As he should. And that is how week two ends. I'm glad Steffi is at least suspicious of Thomas and she's not just believing him hook line and sinker like ridge and eric because everyone should be suspicious of thomas especially steffi that brings us into week three december the 24th through the 27th brooke is upset that hope is going to work with thomas as we all are but hope's optimistic that just maybe Thomas is serious about Zoe. Don't hold your breath. 
Brooke is not buying it. So she goes to see Steffi to basically yell at her about hiring Zoe. But Steffi quickly explains she's a necessary evil. And she tells Brooke about Liam's plan. See, Steffi really wants to prove that Thomas has changed. She is really hoping she's right. They both agree they need to know the truth for everyone's sake. Brooke thanks Steffi for taking the situation seriously and helping Liam protect Hope. Thomas is a little paranoid or suspicious. I'm not sure. Maybe a little of both. So he questions Zoe about what her and Steffi were talking about in private. And Zoe plays it off well and basically says she was telling Steffi about their kiss. So Thomas goes to a meeting and guess who walks in? Carter alerts. My favorite Carter. Why, B&B, why? I would love to look at Carter every week. So... Carter walks in, and of course, they start discussing Thomas. Basically, Zoe tells him that she likes Thomas and she thinks he's really changed. But Carter is extremely skeptical. And he should be. In Thomas' meeting with Eric Ridge and Steffi, Steffi asked him, point blank, if he's still obsessed with Hope and if he is really into Zoe. He gives his usual redemption speech and assures everyone that he's over hope. Steffi isn't sure if she is buying what he's selling. But Eric and Ridge completely buy it. They completely buy into his BS. Wow. Hope questions Zoe about her relationship with Thomas and Zoe gets offended that Hope doesn't believe their feelings are real. Or that Thomas could maybe be into her. Boo-hoo. Really, Zoe, you're lucky that Hope is even talking to you. Like, really? Zoe wants Hope's forgiveness. But, again, Hope tells her it's never going to happen. Because she cannot get over what all of them did to her. Thomas continues to push his redemption tour. He gives Hope his I've changed speech and then he kisses Zoe again in front of Hope. He even brings Douglas in to visit Hope at work to score points with her. He's really trying to butter her up. How can someone so handsome be so horrible? Wyatt and Liam are really concerned that Hope agreed to work with Thomas as again we all are. And now they are even more worried because Zoe has feelings for him. Since they are apparently dating, this could cause some serious conflict of interest. Wyatt is also surprised that Steffi agreed to all this. But we all know everyone wants to know the truth, except maybe Ridge. Brooke goes to talk to Liam and she's very concerned about this plan. And she doesn't think they should trust Zoe. Agreed. But Liam thinks that they can trust her because she really wants her job back and she wants to redeem herself or prove herself. Ultimately, they agree that Thomas is dangerous. Agreed. And up to no good. 
Yes, of course, as usual. They are definitely on the same page when it comes to Thomas and Hope. Sally and Steffi are working together. And Steffi doesn't seem all that pleased with Sally's work, which was a little surprising. So Sally is surprised that Hope agreed to work with Thomas. And Steffi assures Sally that that Liam will protect if Thomas hasn't changed, of course. And they talk a little bit and then Steffi admits that she still cares about Liam. Big shocker. Don't even get me started. Don't even get me started. Because you all know that I hate the triangle. Thomas and Hope are working closely together. And Thomas takes the opportunity to touch Hope's hand. Immediately, she tells him she's not taking any of his BS. So if this is all an excuse to get close to her again, she's out. She's not buying his act anymore. So, of course, we have to hear his I've changed speech. And he didn't mean anything by it. His usual. His usual spill. So he tells Hope that he needs her to take Douglas for the night because he has a big date planned with Zoe. And Hope is so happy. So of course she agrees. If he's into Zoe, that means he's not obsessing over her, right? <laughs> That's funny. Later, Steffi and Hope discuss whether Zoe and Thomas's relationship is legit or not. Hope is praying, wishing, and hoping <laughs> that it is real. Meanwhile, Thomas is whining and dining Zoe at Eric's house. He's laying it on thick. And she is a little bit skeptical, but it's actually working. He's using her feelings for him to his advantage. But we all know he does that best. Right? That's what he does best. The sad part is, she doesn't even realize she's being played. But he has no choice, right? From Thomas's point of view, he needs her to complete his plan. He needs her to prove to everyone he's over hope. So that they'll all put their guard down. That's his plan. And I'm going to go ahead and say this now. If Zoe actually helps Steffi and Liam and she outs Thomas I'll forgive her and I'll welcome her back no questions asked but if she betrays them again she's dead to me I'm done Zoe I think is actually falling for Thomas so I'm very skeptical if she can actually be objective in the situation now. But she does question. Whether his feelings for her are real or not. And that is how week three ends. Alright guys. We are moving right along. That brings us into our fourth week. Which is this past week. December the 30th. Through January the 3rd. Let's start on Monday the 30th. We start out at Forrester and Steffi and Hope are continuing their conversation from Friday. Hope is pretty sure about Thomas and Zoe that they're legit, but she's not positive, but she's really, really hoping that it's true. Steffi is not so sure. 
But she also is hoping Thomas is moving on. Back at Eric's house, Zoe wants the truth about how Thomas feels. He tells her that he will show her how much he wants her. Guys, he is such a smooth talker. I can see how Zoe might get caught up in his charm. I have this feeling she is going to get hurt. I just know it. So their date is going well, but I don't believe a word Thomas is saying. Fool me once, right? One thing leads to another and they start really making out and it's getting hot and heavy. And they go upstairs to Thomas's room. Thomas seems reluctant, but ultimately he gets over it and they continue to make out. They end up on the bed and I think we all know what happens next. They had sex, of course. Brooke visits Steffi again and Steffi tells her about Thomas and Zoe's date. Steffi hopes that Thomas is really falling for Zoe, but Brooke is just not buying it. Poor Steffi, you know, she really wants her brother back, and I feel bad for her. I mean, what do you do? I mean, of course, that's her brother. She loves him, and it makes me feel very sad for her. She really wants to forgive him, but she's just not sure if she can trust him. And I actually really loved Brooke and Steffi getting along and being on the same side for once. I thought it was really cool. I I like that. Their dynamic is very interesting. Steffi wants Brooke to at least keep an open mind about Thomas because maybe he really has changed. And Brooke agrees to at least try to keep an open mind. Over at the cabin, Hope, Liam, Douglas, and Beth have a family night. And Liam is shocked to hear about Thomas and Zoe's big date. I think Liam is getting very worried that Zoe won't be able to follow through with the plan. And of course, they're keeping hope in the dark, which I don't understand. I don't understand. Why are they not telling Hope the plan? I don't get it. Hope is so happy though. She's like bouncing around and she's so excited because she thinks maybe, just maybe Thomas is over her and she can finally be free. But I'm not convinced. And that's how Monday ends. So that brings us into Tuesday the 31st and it is Christmas Eve. Hope and Brooke are at the cabin with Douglas and Beth. And Douglas is so cute, he's writing to Santa for himself and Beth. Brooke wants to know what happened with Zoe and Thomas on that date. And of course, they don't know yet. Over at Eric's, Eric, Quinn, Charlie, and Ridge are discussing the guest list for tomorrow, which would be Christmas Day on the show. And if Brooke is going to be on that list. Eric says, of course she is. And we also learn that Shauna will not be there. She will be spending the day with Flo. Upstairs with Thomas and Zoe, they wake up together. And it's obvious that they were intimate. Thomas is laying there and he's imagining that Zoe is Hope. But Zoe has no idea this is happening in his head. And she is beyond happy. She really enjoyed their night together. Thomas seemed to me 
to be somewhat regretting it. But that's what I picked up on. Maybe um, I'm reading too much into it. But I feel like he seemed like he regretted it. But he can't let Zoe see that. So he walks her downstairs. And I know he's doing all this for show. I know he is. He's planned this out perfect. Where they'll all be home. And and they'll all be there. And they'll see them walking out. Doing the walk of shame. Like I know this is a plan. So he walks her downstairs. And everyone's there. And they all see that they spent the night together. And I was thinking smart. Then he invites Zoe to Christmas dinner. And she agrees. And at first Quinn is like really. But then she gives in. And she agrees to invite her. Thomas thanks her for being in his life when he really needs her. But the way he said it was like suspicious to me. Even Ridge had kind of a look. Because the way he said it was like you you came into my life at the perfect time right when I needed you. But I don't know. Even though that sounds nice, it just seemed off to me. And Thomas is really trying to make Zoe fall for him. And I think it's working for sure. He claims that he's all in and he really wants to be with her. So Hope stops by to drop Douglas off and Zoe leaves. And honestly, I know Thomas thinks that he's going to make Hope jealous, but she's really actually happy to see that they spent the night together and that their date went so well. She is a little surprised to hear that Zoe was invited to Christmas dinner, but she's okay with it. As long as it means Thomas is over her, she's fine with it. Ridge gives Brooke a call to invite her to Christmas at Eric's because it's not Christmas without her. I agree, it would be really weird if she wasn't there. Ridge is so obviously missing Brooke, and Brooke is obviously missing Ridge, and it's sad. These two are driving me insane. They are both so freaking stubborn. It's ridiculous. Learn to compromise, people. Okay, learn to compromise. Brooke basically says she's not sure she'll think about it. And that's how Tuesday ends. So that brings us into Thursday the 2nd because Wednesday was preempted for New Year's. And when we return, Christmas is over. So we did not actually get to see Christmas at Eric's. It's like the next day or maybe a couple days after Christmas. They weren't specific, so I'm not sure, but they... Let you know that Christmas at Eric's went well and it's over. So we start out at the cabin. Liam does not want Hope to go to the office. He wants her to stay with him. But she has no choice because she's extremely behind on her line. She's also really excited that Thomas is moving on with Zoe. So she feels more comfortable to go work with him. But of course Liam does not. Now, over at Brooke's house, Brooke and Ridge are spending time together, and we learn that they did end up spending Christmas together, which I'm glad. And Ridge informs her that he did not file the divorce papers. He couldn't do it, which makes her really happy. He wants to work it out, and she wants to work it out. Basically, it's the same conversation they've been having He wants Brooke to give Thomas another chance, especially now because Thomas is moving on with Zoe. And now they can move on too. 
she's concerned, but she's hoping that Thomas is telling the truth this time. But of course, she doesn't really believe it. Now we head over to Steffi's house and Liam stops by to see her and they discuss Thomas, of course. Steffi wants to help Liam figure out if Thomas has really changed and she assures Liam they will get to the truth. But Liam is worried that Zoe is falling for Thomas and it could be a big problem because now maybe she can't be so objective. Over at Forrester, Zoe, Hope, and Thomas are working really closely. And Hope is acting a little uncomfortable around Zoe and Thomas. And I'm not sure if she is just trying to figure out if Thomas is really into Zoe. Or if she's feeling some kind of way about it. I'm really not sure. But she's obviously uncomfortable. I was thinking maybe she's just trying to judge if Thomas is lying or not. And she's definitely grilling him. And she tells him it's weird to have to work with Zoe. But she will try. And Thomas is, again, staring at Hope. All creepy. Like, it's very creepy while she's talking. And he's, like, looking her up and down and looking down her shirt. And she just, she doesn't notice because she's talking. And, and you know, she's into what she's saying. She's not looking at him constantly. And... It's so obvious that he's still obsessed. And this is obvious to us. So I'm hoping it's obvious to Zoe. But so far it doesn't seem like it is. And as this is happening, Ridge is assuring Brooke she can trust Thomas because he's over hope. Yeah, right. And that is how Thursday ends. So that brings us into Friday the 3rd. Bill stops by the cabin to see Hope and Beth, and we learn that Katie is doing really well. But Bill has another agenda. He wants to see Beth, but he's also worried about Hope and Liam. He knows Liam is upset about all the time that Hope is spending with the creature. I had to laugh. Bill always makes me laugh. And he tells Hope that if Thomas steps one inch out of line he wants hope to let him know because he will take care of that twisted freak cracking up again he will not allow thomas to hurt anyone in his family ever again and he also lets her know that he has eyes on thomas and that if he hurts hope again he will deal with him his way guys this made me so excited And then I had to bring myself back down to reality because this would be such an awesome storyline. I really hope that they're serious on this one because how cool, how funny would it be and intriguing if Bill had his own spy at Forrester watching Thomas. It would be the ultimate slap in the face to Ridge if in the end Bill is the one who actually exposes Thomas but do not get your hopes up you see I had to bring myself back to reality because they often do a storyline where they'll do the very beginning of a storyline and then immediately drop it so I'm trying not to get my hopes up but I think that would be such a good storyline 
Now we head to Steffi's house, and Steffi and Liam are having a meeting with Zoe to get an update on their plan. So, they are concerned that Zoe can no longer be objective when it comes to the plan and Thomas. But she assures them that she is because it's her heart on the line. If he's lying, she will find out. But I'm not so sure about that, guys. I am not so sure about that. She tells them that right now Thomas is really, really into her. And he's not a threat to hope. And I'm like, I had to pause it because I'm like, I need to go scream. But Liam doesn't buy it. Say what you want about Mr. Flip-Flop. But I love this side of Liam. Because it's the Spencer side. It's the Bill side. Right? I love when this side of Liam comes out. Because it's like the protector. And the guy who will do anything to protect his family. And it reminds me that, oh yeah... This is Bill's son. Because Liam is so different from Bill. He's so different. And um, it's fun to see another side of him. Now we head to Eric's house. And Thomas is telling Shauna that he wants Brooke gone. And he wants her with his dad. And then he lets it slip that he plans on being with Hope every day and every night in the near future. So she asked him, what about Zoe? And surprisingly, he was actually honest. He said, what about Zoe? Hmm, we're just having fun. I knew it. Told you guys. I told you. I knew it. I knew it. So Shauna realizes that he's not really into Zoe. So Thomas admits that he's playing the long game to get hope back. And that not to worry about Zoe because she'll land on her feet. She'll be fine. And Shauna is surprised that he's telling her all of this. Because she could just go tell Ridge. But he tells her, you know what? I know you're going to keep my secret. Because if you don't, then my dad will realize Brooke is right. And he'll run straight back to her. And I know you don't want that. So I know you're going to keep my secret. And like I said earlier, we talked about this. It bothers me. Now we head to Forrester. Steffi and Sally are working on their line. And again, they make a point for you to know that Steffi is not happy with Sally's designs. I don't know exactly where they're going with this, but they've said it twice now. And of course, Hope comes in and they start discussing Thomas. Hope and Steffi are starting to believe that Thomas really likes Zoe and that he's really changing. And I'm about to pull my hair out. Okay, I'm watching this and I'm like, really? Really? Crazy women. Okay, that's all I can say. Because what are you thinking? Now we head across the hall and Liam has stopped by to straighten things out with Thomas and he lets him know that he may be able to fool everyone else but he is not fooling him because he sees right through Thomas he tells him he sees the real him even though no one else does 
And now Thomas decides that he's going to taunt Liam because he now he's lost his temper and he makes sure to say comments that he knows are going to make Liam mad. So he makes some comments about how Liam hasn't proposed to Hope and maybe it's because he's still in love with Steffi and um, Liam is really getting mad. He even says, perhaps Steffi's your brook. I disagree, but we all have an opinion on that. He loves to annoy Liam. It's his favorite thing to do. And this time, he does not hold any punches. And he says, look, Liam, you are no match for me. And I'm like, whoa. And then he tells him if he ends up with Hope and Liam loses her, it will be his own fault. And he even calls him a vegan computer nerd, which I thought was pretty funny. So then Thomas proceeds to say, look into my eyes because I'm your executioner. And he is determined to take Liam down and tells him as much. Then he goes a step further. And this is really a lot. Like, this is psycho. He tells Liam that he can't wait to take the women, talking about Steffi and Hope, and the children, to Liam's gravesite so he can tell them what a selfish son of a bitch he really is. And Liam is caught off guard, and he says, really, was that a threat? And Thomas looks him right in the eyes and says, yes, it was. And that's how Friday ends. Okay, guys, so I have a little surprise. What I've decided to do is to go ahead and recap Monday's episode, which would be the 6th. I am recording this Tuesday night, so that was yesterday's episode. Since the episode is coming out late, I just wanted to add a little bonus on for you guys. So let's get into it. The show opens at Forrester, and Steffi and Hope are having another discussion about Zoe and Thomas, if they're the real deal or not. They're both a little skeptical, but to my horror, they are both actually starting to believe that he's changed. They're buying into his redemption tour. Across the hall, Liam is getting the truth out of Thomas for once. He just threatened Liam with death. And then he begins to question Liam's fathering skills when it comes to Kelly. He is trying to get in Liam's head is what he's doing. And Thomas puts Liam on notice that he will be in Hope's life forever and there's nothing that Liam can do about it. This is really bothering me. Is there no one on this show that knows how to use the recorder on their phone? All it would take is for someone to get him all riled up. Probably Liam is the best choice. Put your recorder on. Record all of these horrible things. And then go straight to Ridge and play it. I I don't... It's starting to get really frustrating, guys. Come on. Now we head back across the hall. And Steffi is getting asked out by a new young guy. I take it that he's a supplier. His name is Colin. 
She's really flattered, but she turns him down. Why? Why? Does anyone else want to know the answer to that? Because I do. I don't get it. And I can tell you right now, I don't like it. I have a feeling we're going right back down the Steffi, Hope, Liam, Love Triangle that everyone in America and across the world is sick of. Steffi has a little talk with Zoe about her job and she lets her know that she's going to let her stay on because she kept her word and that she trusts her. And so Thomas walks in and he overhears a little bit of the conversation and he gets suspicious. He wants to know what's up. But they play it off and he buys it. And he assures Steffi again that he's serious about Zoe. He's really trying to convince Steffi that he's changed. Now we head over to Spencer and Liam meets up with Hope to tell her the horrible truth about Thomas. He tells her most of the things that Thomas said, especially the graveyard and the executioner thing. And Hope is horrified to hear this. He also tells her that he's on his kick again, his campaign, whatever you want to call it, to get him with Steffi and away from Hope. And Hope is infuriated because she feels like a fool for actually starting to buy in to Thomas's lies. And Hope has had enough. She wants to leave and go confront him. Which I think is a bad idea. You have the upper hand. Why would you do that? What they need to do is come up with a plan to trap and expose him. That's what they need to do. But of course they're not going to do it. So Hope runs off to go confront Thomas. Back at Forrester, Steffi tells Zoe that she thinks Thomas is really into her. And it makes Zoe really happy. And it also makes Steffi happy because she thinks Thomas is moving on. And I'm like, what the F people? Like, what is wrong with these people? So Steffi leaves to go see Liam. And he tells her all about his conversation with Thomas. And she is in shock. Really? This is the second time that I want to just scream. I want to go outside and just scream. Like, come on. Shocked, really? Back at Forrester, Hope goes to confront Thomas. And, as always, he has an explanation. Of course, he says it's all Liam's fault. Liam was rude, and Liam was mean, and he came in there, and he was being so mean and all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. And he tries to say that the stuff he said was in the heat of the moment. Then the real Thomas comes out and he makes a comment about how Liam still hasn't proposed. And Hope is, at this point, she's really, really mad. And she's like, that is none of your business. What happens between me and Liam, our private relationship is none of your business. He is still trying to get into Hope's head. That is what it is. And he keeps on. Liam still loves Steffi, and he just starts the same old song and dance again. And it's like deja vu, right? He's right back to his old tricks. He tries to act like he's going to play it cool, and he's going to, you know, 
keep his cards close to his vest and he's going to do a new tactic, but he just falls right back into his psycho craziness. I just hope this time that Hope is smart enough to realize what's going on because they cannot let Thomas win again. Like, come on, B&B. And that is how Monday ends. Since I basically broke a lot of it down while I was recapping, I only have a few things to say. I have a lot of mixed emotions about the Wyatt and Sally incident. Because on one hand, I feel like he's overreacting a little. Like, they were just talking to Liam. They were just in in the office with him. And maybe it was just an accident. But on the other hand, if my husband called me by his ex's name, it would really bother me. So, uh, I don't know. I don't like it, though. I can tell you that. I don't like it. Let's talk about Brookenridge just for a second. I'm furious because these two should definitely know how to compromise better after being together so long. And I think all of this is crazy because I don't feel like they need to get a divorce over this. It, it's silly to me. Let's talk about Liam's crazy plan. I hope it works. But I don't have a lot of faith in it. I think they're much smarter than this. And um, I feel like they should figure out a plan. Like a real plan to get Thomas out in the open and exposed. Now I'm going to move on to Shauna just for a second. This drives me insane because I want to like her. I really want to like her because I really like Denise Richards. But I cannot Stan Shauna simply because she cannot be trusted and if Ridge does decide to get with her it's going to end in heartbreak because a decent person especially after what she did in the Beth situation a decent person would go straight to Ridge and Brooke and tell them everything you need to be worried because your son is obsessed with hope still. And he's convinced he's going to get her back. That is the right thing to do. Even if it means you lose Ridge, you might be saving someone's life. Because Thomas is dangerous. And the fact that she's saying nothing just proves my point of what I've been saying for weeks and weeks. She is extremely selfish. She would rather risk Thomas hurting Hope or someone else and being on the loose so that she can have Ridge and have a cushy life and be rich just like Quinn than do what's right and stop Thomas's terror. But she's not going to. And for that, I, I just can't stand her. The last thing I want to get off my chest is I'm furious that they're going to bring this stupid love triangle back again. I get it. It's a soap opera. You need a love triangle. I get it. You always need a love triangle on a soap opera. Right? I have no problem with it. I like drama. Here's what I have a problem with. 
You cannot keep doing the same one over and over and over and over and over. You've developed a new triangle with Sally, Wyatt, and Flo. And that's new and it's exciting and interesting and I'm down with it. But I am so over the Steffi, Hope, Liam triangle. I could just throw up. It is so infuriating to me. And I just know in my gut they're bringing it back. Somehow Thomas is going to be involved and it's going to break Hope and Liam up. And I'm just, I'm over it. I don't know about you guys, but I am so over it. I want Steffi to find a guy that is head over heels in love with her and her only. I find it so offensive that she would even consider taking him back after all of the things that has happened. But that's what they do. And we have no control over the storylines, do we? Okay, that's the end of my rant, guys. Thank you so, 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 so much for listening and for hanging in there with me and for being such loyal listeners. I could not do this without you guys. Thank you for the messages and for answering the questions every week. Don't forget to send me your comments and your storyline ideas and your stories of how you got into watching The Bold and the Beautiful. My email address is amanda at theboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. I'm also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at the same name. To make it easier for you guys, I put all my information in the show notes. And don't forget to give me a five-star rating and a review on whatever podcast platform you use. It's greatly appreciated. I will be back in your ears in two weeks. Until next time, bye guys.